Did you know that the most dogs ever owned by one person were 5,000 Mastiffs by Kublai Khan? <laughs> What? Five thousand? That's so. By what that's a lot of hair. Khan? Kublai Khan. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Five thousand mastiffs like, are massive exactly. dogs. Exactly. Dog like, Bill. Not wow. just like not just like Chihuahuas or anything. Like Where did he keep them? That's so many dogs. That's I don't even know. You, that's like you could have a small army of just dogs. <laughs> that's that's my my guess is that's kind of what they were. Come <laughs> at me, bro! Jousting. I have five thousand mastiffs. Breed for people. war. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome back to another episode of Senioritis. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Very Finally, special. after so much hype, we have uh, our beloved teacher, Miss Upchurch, with us today. Ooh, ooh, so happy to be with you guys. I feel very privileged. Thank you for inviting me. It is an honor to have you. Thank you. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, so riffing off of the uh, topic of dogs, we have Rudy. Uh, in the studio today, oh. and for those of you who don't know who Rudy is, we'll let uh, Miss Upchurch explain real quick. All right. So Rudy is 13 weeks old today. Aww. He is a Labrador Retriever. He's yellow, and uh, Rudy has a very special purpose here. He is our service dog for College Pathways. And um, the backstory on this, he's pulling me out of my chair with his tug toy. Sorry. Okay. Uh, the backstory on this is last year when I saw that a lot of our students at various campuses were having uh, anxiety or hopelessness or down moments. Mm -hmm. I started doing some research and found that it's very powerful to have animals around and just the chemical you got you know i got to go biology on you of course, yeah. the of course. oxytocin that is released into the body is very powerful just with the presence of an animal and also one of the other most important factors is generosity serving giving mm -hmm. and so what we did is we partner with a 75 year old organization out of san rafael california it's called guide dogs for the blind <laughs> can you hear Rudy in the background uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guide Dogs for the Blind actually free provides service dogs for people who are visually impaired. So um, they have genetic specialists that breed them and raise them there. And then when they're eight weeks old, they're released to certified trainers. We went through the certification process since last July. And um, we will be training Rudy to be a guide dog for the blind. Um, the most recent graduate from our group in Colorado Springs um, went to a lady in Dallas who's 27 years old, a lady who is blind, and a teacher in a school for children who are blind. So and cool. so mm -hmm. cool. to change a life in such a huge way forever, coming from our school, um, having our students actually be part of his training modules and then when he's a year or 15 months old he'll go back to puppy college in california yeah. and he'll be matched with a person that he will be their guide dog for oh, that's so cool, um, that's so, cool. Yeah. so it's kind of like a investment i suppose like you kind of spend the time now and then he's gonna be you know really 
protecting someone for the rest of his life. And that's really, really right. cool. Yeah. I have some very cool stories um, <laughs> that I could tell you later. But um, another thing about this, we're so grateful to our upper admin. Of course, Mr. Peterson has been on board since day one. And Rudy and Mr. Peterson have a special bond. <laughs> he was spending man time in his office before we yeah. decided to get together for the podcast. Um, but um, this will match... Uh, Five of the eight sources of strength, which is a new program that we're reaching out to our students for um, physical and mental emotional health. And those five modules are going to be positive relationships, mentorships, (laughs) healthy activities. (laughs) He talks to his toys. Yes, you hear him. Generosity and service and mental health. So glad to have Rudy um, as part of our campus culture. Sounds like he's glad about that, too. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's very happy about it. He's a competitive pupper. <laughs> Definitely. I will not let go of this toy. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah, been wrestling was, this whole time. That is a smack talk for tugging. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm totally beating him. <laughs> In tugging. That's so awesome. All right, so as, your special, as our special guest today, uh, you get the opportunity of... Uh, being grilled with some questions. Uh, so first, we'll, yes. we'll uh, ask you a few questions, try to get uh, for us to maybe learn some new things about you and for our listeners as well who maybe have had you for a class, maybe not, um, but regardless, they get to... Uh, future students, baby. Mm-hmm. Future students yeah. as yeah. well. Get uh, a little uh, glance of who you are and uh, what you're passionate about. So I have a question first. What is your favorite color? Favorite color? Would be turquoise. Yeah. The color of water when you look into it. Yeah. I love that. It's a good color. I like that. Top quality color right there. (laughs) So, uh, another one, uh, basic question. What is your favorite dessert? Mm, Creme brulee with a little crunchy top. Yeah. Why are you oh, asking this? Why are you asking yeah, this Yeah, you're question? asking a health and wellness teacher. You're incriminating <laughs> me here. That's well, the best question. And it's lunchtime. Sort of yeah, download, guys. Yeah. Um, third question from me. What is your favorite song? Mm, okay. There's a good one on my mind right now. It may not be my absolute favorite at the moment, but I like Need to Breathe's uh, song that talks about hold on a little longer, uh, get back up. This will make you stronger. And... Honestly, I had to go there because I was inspired by the sticker on your water bottle, Daniel. <laughs> it's a great sure. sticker. For, for those that, of you please. that are not here to see my water bottle, it says, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, except bears, because bears will kill you. Like, that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's a scientific fact, right? So this is yeah. the only song I could think of after Almost. I saw that uh, <laughs> sticker. So. And the yeah. song is called Hard Love, right? Yes, hard love. Okay. okay, yeah. All right, I will now, I'll turn it over to Graham. Graham's got another question for us. Indeed. So we have so much respect for you and you've poured so much into us and we are just like in awe of the wisdom that you have in mental and physical health. Um, So we wanted to tap into that a little bit um, with some deeper questions. So first one I wanted to ask was, do you have any advice uh, to us and to all the students listening Uh, Do you have any advice in maintaining mental health or morale during the school year as it can get really stressful and hard sometimes? Sure. Good question. Um, First thing that we have to remember, and I feel like I'm more of a sales pitch person (laughs) instead of a teacher because I'm like, come on, guys, buy into this idea, you know, with my students. But um, we have to remember that the very resonance of your thoughts is creating the protein that's making 
your brain, the DNA of your brain and your new dendrites and new neurons. So we can Mm. actually choose um, what we want our brains to be like in the future because if we start ruminating on a thought... I'm sorry, Rudy is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding him so he won't cry and squeak. Um, But if we start ruminating on a thought, we've got to actually take that thought and capture it and shift it to something powerful like... What are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. Um, how can this work out for good? Um, and just knowing that we've got to grab those thoughts and don't let them just keep spinning around in our heads whenever they're beating us up. Um, there are a lot of things that affect the mental health, and that is even hydration and getting enough sleep. And mm. I mean, it's all intertwined. I've had every one of you guys in health and wellness and in biology. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Woo! yeah. The so, memories. Except for John. <laughs> I didn't have John in bio. But um, yeah, you've got to realize that what we do with our physical bodies is also going to affect our, our mental strength and mm. mental health. Yeah. So eating healthy, Um, getting enough sleep, trying to sleep from the hours of 10 to 6. Those are the most restorative psychologically and physiologically. Um, And just making sure that we're intentional about thinking about things we're grateful for and hopeful for. Mm. So I guess when it comes to sleep, Mm -hmm. um, can you just briefly explain, like, what is the best way to, like, achieve those 6 to 10 hours for those that might have a hard time Getting to bed, <laughs> especially yeah, like, especially when we're like taking college classes and just yeah. the the stresses of high school. Well, I gotta confess, when my daughter gave me a Fitbit for Christmas, I thought I was doing decently well on sleep, and I was lacking. <laughs> so check out the data first of all to get a reality check on how you're really doing, yeah. and then be super <laughs> Graham's <laughs> yawning <laughs> as we talk about sleep. Uh, ironic. Okay, yeah. A power suggestion there, buddy. Um, be very intentional about the first hour right before you should go to sleep. Shut down the devices. Go ahead and set stuff out for the next day if you can. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. The blue light. Yeah. yeah? Blue, light. blue light effect. Um, that's a struggle for me because I tend to overextend myself. So I'm doing the admin job, plus I'm doing teaching, which means I'm choosing to work overtime. You know, I love what I get to do here and the impact I get to have, the people I get to work with. But um, that causes me to work lots and lots of hours. And so just being very intentional. And you guys have heard the analogy of, you know, if you have these boulders in front of you, like little rocks in front of you, and then you've got smaller rocks or pebbles, and then you've got sand, and then you've got water you got to put the boulders in first if you're trying to put them in a container because if you start with the sand and the pebbles, just the to-do that gets urgent and you can't really fit your priorities in. Mm -hmm. So be very intentional about your priorities first. And um, this is something I'm working on right along with you guys because um, I struggle with trying to fit it all in and still get the workout in in the morning before school. And so... um, Encouragement is to not try to make everything perfect because that extra time that you spend trying to make it perfect beyond what it was already excellent, that is a time sucker. Mm-hmm. And um, just give yourselves a little grace in that area. Yeah, do your best, but watch for that perfection tendency, especially among you high achievers. And <laughs> I think it's 
super awesome that like what you're saying is that we have the ability to almost like sculpt and mold our brains in a way of like we can create a superpower in our head <laughs> um, if we choose to do these healthy things of like being grateful, um, eating well, exercising, going to bed at the right time, not investing so much into our screens and our devices. And that's a massive implication. And I think that's so awesome. Um, so uh, another question kind of to branch off of this is specifically for you, what is the area in health or working with students that you are really passionate about? That's something mm -hmm. that we're curious to hear. Uh, something I really like to focus on for my students is helping them recognize their strengths. So mm -hmm. I try to posture the health and wellness class to be almost like self-discovery. So we focus on, first of all, kind of a personality test, a really broad general one, a view from 10,000 feet, if you will. Yeah. And then we go into their personal um, via character strengths and virtues so that they can recognize their top character strengths and virtues. Then um, most recently, we've gone into understanding their love language, how they recognize receiving value um, as an individual. And then usually they speak their same language in giving value to other people around them. And uh, we just added the Myers-Briggs this last semester to really help students understand oh, this is kind of how I'm hardwired, and yes, I can cultivate um, these areas of strength and weakness, but now I know more about myself. And they try to match that then with their aspirations of a major or um, what they're hoping to become and just see if that's a realistic fit or mm -hmm. is it an expectation they're bending to that someone else had for them that wasn't really their dream. Um, that's something I'm really passionate about is helping my students become the best you you yeah. can be and walking in that strength and realizing that there is nobody else in this world like you with your skill set, your perspective, and nobody else can accomplish what you are meant to accomplish. So mm. try to find out what that is and walk in it instead of trying to be like everyone else. Yeah, yeah and that is that's like huge. Yeah, really awesome. And that just shows, too, how much, like, our teachers here care, like, for us students and everything. Because um, clearly, Mrs. Upchurch isn't just teaching a class just right, to teach right. it, mm -hmm. to get us um, the grade or the credits that we need. Like, it's actually to help us to be, like she said, the best you you can be. Mm -hmm. So that's really awesome, Mrs. Upchurch. Yeah. And, like, at least I can speak on the behalf of all of us that we really appreciate that yeah and we really love you for that it's a, a privilege ton. yeah it's a privilege i'm trying to share with you guys the things that i wish i knew when i was your age oh, yeah, totally. and um you guys are going to do life-changing things out there and i totally believe in you and um i'm just very privileged to be a part of a team that turns out such awesome young people like you guys yeah thank you i think it's so awesome that like I, I would argue that you're at the forefront of this in College Pathways of drawing out the incredible potential of literally every single student that walks through these doors mm. of like world changers, industry like shifters and people that were, are going to do incredible things. And it's like it's I mean, you you know this. I don't know if it's actually true, but like that people don't believe that they can do these things. So they don't. 
Mm. It's like that our mind is the greatest thing that's holding us back. That's yeah. getting into like inspirational whatever, but <laughs> whoa, uh, <laughs> like your mind is the greatest barrier. Philosophy. It's true. And something yeah. I thought of just the other day, I guess it was during the holidays that people will regret more what they did not do yeah, in their totally. lives than what they did. Yeah. And uh, so just inspiring and working together to recognize and speak life into one another that you can. And look at you guys. I mean, what you're doing with senioritis. This was a, a dream, a vision, and you guys put feet to it, and now you're reaching people and encouraging, and you're just relational and saying, we're here for you, and come to us. We want to encourage you. We want to bridge that gap of the young grades with the seniors. So I appreciate that. Sure. We all do. Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. We and by the, the way, um, that's Rudy <laughs> snoring into the mic, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me and my He's ad like noise. <laughs> He's just sleeping. And his ears are flopping. Yeah. So cute. Uh, He's having a great time. <laughs> Matthias, you had a question, I believe. Um, you might have forgotten in that. I was like, in that time. What you got? I have another question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's, yeah, it's a little bit lighter thing, but you teach health and wellness. That's how many of us know you, and you're a fantastic teacher there. So we were wondering what is the best slash worst part of teaching health and wellness? Mm. Or some you... uh, like a funny story or like a weird story. <laughs> Got kind of a pitiful story that Matthias and I were talking about early oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drag you in, buddy. Oh, okay. was, this is, yeah. Uh, do you want to give your perspective of the backstory on it? Or? Uh, so, as you all know, I'm, I'm rather a little bit competitive. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So, yeah, we were doing our, so we do like the two fitness exams of the year. It's so, like the first one to see how you are, and then the second one to see how you did over the semester, like grew. Um, so we were doing the half mile, and so we were out in the football field running laps, and it's two laps, I believe, for a half mile. And, yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get first place. So I just sprinted, and I remember I got two minutes and 13 seconds for my half mile. Dang, sweet, I know. Fast. Yeah. He's booking. I was sprinting, and then I just get to the end and like almost pass out. You hadn't eaten. Yeah, to be fair, okay, he's in, he's very fit, and but... Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like Matthias is in bad shape. He's right. a decently fit person, so... So here person. was the preface I said to my class. All right, guys, this is just to get a benchmark of your level of fitness, your heart rate response to exercise. We're going to do sit-ups and push-ups while we're out there, too, to determine your um, muscular strength and endurance. And so... We start off with the half mile, and here I have four guys at the same time. Two of them are green and passing out, and we're propping their feet up. Two of them are hanging over their heads in the trash can. They're, you know, they're sick, and I was like, oh, my gosh, oh my do I call the Merc team? Or So anyway, Matthias just needs some food. I, I just, yeah, I remember because you had to give me your sandwich so I could like, get my blood sugar levels back up. I just remember that. I was just, like, lying there on my back in the classroom with my feet propped up. And you're like, eat my peanut butter jelly sandwich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, I did make a major change in the way we do our fitness assessment. Sorry, guys. And yeah, thank he you. He was the instigator. Yep, that's right. So. Um, so, yeah, I guess the main question I had for you was what made you get into health and wellness? Like, mm -hmm. what was the, the reason? What, what makes you passionate about it? 
Uh, like we were talking about a while ago, I think everybody kind of has a natural bend or a hardwire toward a particular area. Um, I really have always been passionate about health, but something that really um, uh, made that um, made that solidify in my life was when I was young and saw my dad and his friends. Um, I, we were losing them at young ages. I mean, I've outlived my dad by nearly a decade. Um, so he passed away pretty young, and it was due to heart attack. And I saw this heart attack and cancer pattern going on in the people in my small hometown in East Texas where I was growing up. And I thought, you know, genetics kind of sets a person up predisposition-wise, but it's lifestyle that wow. makes the difference. Yeah, and so I thought... At that time, I was um, going into, I was pre-med major in college at University of North Texas, and I thought, I really want to go into preventive care and help people understand how to live a lifestyle that can help them um, physically, mentally, emotionally to have quality of life. So that is something that really caused me to be very interested in health and helping people from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I've had to regain my health twice. First time was as a college athlete. I was a scholarship athlete at University of North Texas. Um, and I uh, fractured my fifth lumbar. And that's Rudy again, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't the guy sighing in compassion. <laughs> um, but I um, was pushing, pushing, pushing. And... Um, actually broke that fifth lumbar and so was able to um, not be paralyzed able to walk again i hit myself i hit myself in the head with my rear end so i actually saw my rear right at my forehead and so yeah i remember that story now (laughs) i realized that was not a good thing so i was kind of like uh-oh okay but recovered from that and actually became um after all that rehab years of rehab um became a competitive triathlete Mm. and did that too against heart disease which took my dad and um then one other thing is um i had lyme disease after my dad died, I got kind of run down, working a lot. I was yeah. in my 20s and um, for the family and um, got bitten by a tick and worked through 10 years of recovering from Lyme disease. And once I got well, wanted to save the world from Lyme disease, started my naturopathic doctor degree um, and went to Holland to study their medical research there, and mm. I'm still able to, um, in addition to teaching, help people with Lyme disease using those protocols. Mm. So That's those so cool. have really made me never take my health for granted and really reach out to others to help them with their health and appreciate it. Oh, thank you for sharing. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. That's some good reasons. <laughs> All right, so as uh, our special guest today, you get to be part of the spontaneous quote segment of our podcast. So oh we, have, we have a quote for you to read here, and we're going to see how well you can do to not show emotion, not laugh, or uh, <laughs> stutter. It has to be and then a deadpan we'll, face for you to succeed. We will see. We will see if you can succeed at this. So go ahead. Here we go, here we go. Can I hide behind the mic so I don't have to look at you guys? Oh, we're, we're watching. I got this. We're okay. watching. What keys can't open locks? Gonna guess? 
monkeys, donkeys, <laughs> and turkeys. Wow. Hold <laughs> it. Oh my goodness! I had that to breathe was, a that lot. That was close. I, like, she almost cried. That was, that was a lot. That was a lot better than I think any any of us would have yeah. done on that. To be honest, that was a funny quote. Yeah. And she's holding a puppy. How is how is she doing? This? It was the oxytocin from him. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, anyways, senioritis. Uh, that's gonna be it for this episode. As always, um, thank follow you so us on much Instagram. Up, church, this is yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. 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 So follow us on Instagram. Uh, stay in touch with uh, what's going on. Um, Instagram is senioritis CP. Yep. Um, yep. So check that out there. Check it out. Uh, keep in touch with us with any questions, comments, and concerns. Mm-hmm. Which there might be concerns. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And of course, um, we're just happy that Miss Upchurch has been here today. You yeah. know, I think all of us can say that. And uh, just say hi to her throughout the halls. Like, we don't have any classes with Miss Upchurch anymore. And these are all stories that we've heard in the past. But we hope that for those of you who haven't had classes with her yet or didn't, don't know this about her, that through this episode that you've gotten to know her and know um, her heart and her passion for you guys mm-hmm. and how much she cares about this entire school. So we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much, Miss Upchurch, for being on here with us. And yeah. Thank you so it's a much. pleasure, yeah. guys. It's been great. It's, been it's great. wonderful to get to see you guys because I know... Rarely get to do that since you're over at the college most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, you guys crazy. are awesome. Thanks time for flies. what you're doing. Yeah. Really appreciate these senioritis podcasts. Oh, you guys you. are uplifting and fun and pretty crazy. Thank you. Uh, you're awesome. <laughs> crazy. Awesome. Thanks again. It's been a great time. All right. Senioritis out. See you. Peace. Peace.